This sermon was preached at Sure Foundation Lutheran Church in Brandon, South Dakota on August 16th, 2020, on the basis of Matthew chapter 14, verses 13 to 21. Matthew chapter 14, starting at verse 13, says this. When Jesus heard what had happened, and he's talking about when John the Baptist was executed, this is what he heard, he withdrew by boat privately to a solitary place. Hearing of this, the crowds followed him on foot from the towns. When Jesus landed and saw a large crowd, he had compassion on them and healed their sick. As evening approached, the disciples came to him and said, This is a remote place and it's already getting late. Send the crowds away so that they can go to the villages and buy themselves some food. Jesus replied, They do not need to go away. You give them something to eat. We have here only five loaves of bread and two fish, they answered. Bring them here to me, he said. And he directed the people to sit down on the grass. Taking the five loaves and the two fish and looking up to heaven, he gave thanks and broke the loaves. Then he gave them to the, to the disciples, and the disciples gave them to the people. They all ate and were satisfied. And the disciples picked up twelve basketfuls of broken pieces that were left over. The number of those who ate was about five thousand men, besides women and children. This is God's word. Have you seen one of those uh, shape-matching toys before? Aside from being a fun toy to play with, it is an incredibly valuable toy for the development of a child. This toy teaches shapes and also challenges a child to critical thinking, even at a very young age. The child learns that each hole is filled by a very specific shape, and fitting those shapes to the holes solves the puzzle. Believe it or not, there is actually a spiritual connection that we can make between this children's toy and your life. And in order to discover that truth this morning, we are going to talk about a familiar section that we just read, Jesus feeding the 5,000. Jesus at this time is in the region of Galilee, which is the northern part of the region of Israel, and he has just received some bad news. John the Baptist was executed at the direction of King Herod. Herod had beheaded John, and after his death, John's disciples buried him and then went and told Jesus. Jesus was sad over the death of John, and he withdrew to a solitary place away from the people near the Sea of Galilee. Yet Jesus was not the kind of guy who got much time to himself. People were desperate to see Jesus and hear him speak. They were desperate for him to heal their sick and perform miracles, So a crowd of people heard where Jesus was going and they followed him along the shoreline to the other side of the Sea of Galilee. Now, if you or anyone else at this particular moment uh, experienced what Jesus experienced, you'd probably be annoyed. (laughs) You went away to have peace and quiet and to be alone, but you are met by droves and droves of people. You just can't seem to get a break. But look at our Savior. Look at our loving Savior. It says, when Jesus landed, he saw a large crowd. He had compassion on them and healed their sick. Jesus, even when he is tired and mourning the loss of a friend, is a compassionate God. He always has time for his people. 
These people, in specific, traveled a long way on foot to see him, and they ran across the shoreline to this solitary place just to see Jesus. And so you could probably guess that it wouldn't be long before these eager followers became hungry. They had expended their energy running to him, and now they were in a solitary place and had been there for a while. There was a need that presented itself. And God blessed the disciples because they were thinking about the people and their needs. They suggested that Jesus send these people to the village so that they might be able to eat. Now, in this account, this is a somewhat pivotal moment for the disciples. How the disciples would handle this would color what we think about them. These same moments pop up in our lives as well. These moments when there is a very real realization of our need. And it's a need that often is urgent and serious, and maybe you don't even know how you're going to fill that need. We are acutely aware of our needs and the different holes that we have in our lives. And the disciples were at that moment. They realized that there was a hole, there was a need, so they went about trying to solve the problem and fill the hole. They came up with their own plan first. They said to Jesus, dismiss the people that they may go find their own food. Now, this seemed like a pretty reasonable plan. There is no way to feed all those people, so let everyone fend for themselves. Let them go to the village and find their own food. Yet, Jesus had a different plan for them. So he said to the disciples, you feed them. <laughs> Can't you imagine the looks on the disciples' faces following that statement? I picture some with a confused look and, and others flat out chuckling to themselves because they thought that Jesus was, was kidding. How were they supposed to feed all these people? The disciples responded to Jesus by saying, We have here only five loaves of bread and two fish. The disciples essentially were saying, This is not going to work. Now, obviously, we have the benefit of knowing the rest of the story, but if we were in the same spot as the disciples, I imagine that we'd be saying much of the same things. In fact, maybe we do react similarly when we are in need. Can you identify a time in your life when you were in need? Maybe you don't have to go too far back in your memory. Maybe you are currently in need. When that hole appears in your life, what do you do? Do you work harder and try to fill it yourself? Is it your own strength and expertise that you rely on to get you through? Or maybe you fall on the other end of the spectrum. Maybe in times of need, you find yourself complaining about how impossible this life is or how unfair it is that you have this need. And before too long, you realize that you have followed the disciples' path. Jesus saw the needs of the 5,000 plus people very clearly. Jesus had the disciples bring him the five loaves of bread and the two pieces of fish. He gave thanks to God from whom we receive all good things. And then he began to distribute the food to the disciples who in turn gave it to the people. Basically, Jesus saw the hole and he filled it. Just like Jesus saw the need of the people then, he sees the hole in your stomach now. And by that I mean he sees your need for a place to live and sleep. He sees your need for food. He sees your need for clothing. He sees your need for friendship. He sees every single need you have, both big and small. 
Now, nowhere does he promise to give you everything that you ask for, everything that you want, but he does want you to know that you are not hidden from him. He sees you in your need, and he graciously takes care of us, takes care of us in a way that is best for us. Earlier in Matthew, Jesus said, Are not two sparrows sold for a penny? Yet not one of them falls to the ground outside of the Father's care. And even the very hairs of your head are numbered. So do not be afraid. You are worth more than many sparrows. Jesus cares for all of you. And he cares about the needs that you have. Go to him in prayer and trust that he will graciously provide you with what you need. He is a gracious and good God. Perhaps it is not difficult to identify the holes in our physical lives. These are things that we experience daily, but the holes that we have in our heart are altogether a different issue. Because there are people who don't even recognize that they have a hole in their heart. And there are other people who know that they have a hole in their heart, but they have no idea how to fill it. And then there are people who know they have a hole in their heart and know exactly how to fill it. I don't think there were many people in the crowd of those 5,000 plus people that knew how to fill the hole in their hearts. In fact, they may have not even known they had a hole. But they did know that Jesus had done many miraculous things and they really wanted to witness Jesus do more miracles. So this large crowd followed Jesus who was in a boat crossing the Sea of Galilee. And the interesting thing about the whole situation is the reason that Jesus was crossing the Sea of Galilee and we talked about it earlier. He was going to the solitary place after receiving news of John's execution. But remember, we said that he had compassion on the people. What Jesus saw were a crowd full of people with holes in their hearts. Jesus sees the hole in your heart as well. From the moment that each and every one of you were born, you had a hole in your heart. No, it wasn't a physical hole, but a spiritual hole in your heart. You were born deficient. This hole was a Jesus-shaped hole, and the characteristic that this hole brought with it was the intense need to fill that hole. The need to fill the hole leaves people searching, whether they know it or not. People try to fill this hole in various ways. It's ultimately a search for fulfillment in their life. Yet there is only one person who can fill that hole. Remember the toy that we were talking about at the beginning? As you watch little Junior play with that toy, you know that every time he picks up the square piece and tries to fit it in the circle hole, it will never work. Every time he tries to fit the triangle piece into the circle hole, that will never work as well. Junior can try as hard as he wants, but only one shape is going to fit in that circle hole. The circle. The same is true spiritually. You can try to push a career or money or status or pleasure through the hole in your heart, but it will be like pushing a square piece through a circle hole. There is only one way to fill that hole in your heart. God has seen the hole in your heart of the entire human race from the fall into sin. And from the very beginning, that hole has had one person who could fill it. Throughout the centuries of the Old Testament, the plan to fill the hole was talked about and written about and believed by many people. Those 5,000 plus people that witnessed Jesus teaching them about the kingdom of God, healing the sick, and feeding all the people were witnessing the one who fills the hole in the hearts of every human. 
They were witnessing God in the flesh. Jesus is the only one who can fill that hole in your heart. Many people will search their entire life to try to fill that Jesus-shaped hole in their heart. But your search is over. The hole in your heart has been filled. You are God's child and that hole will remain filled until the day you die and are taken to heaven to be with the bread of life forever. Amen.